Welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Tidbitters. Thanks for checking out today's Tidbit. First a tidbit, then a comment, and then we're done. Here we go. Resist the temptation to either focus on what is not going well or on what is. It may be a function of human nature to attend mostly to the negative or to the positive, depending on one's personality, but you understand that this is not a simple matter of choice or personal preference. The key to success is seeing that neither focusing on the positive nor on the negative is advisable. At a more fundamental level, the reality is that things are continuously transitioning from a past state to a future state. Your primary responsibility is to affect the transition so as to actualize the desired future state. To do this, the task is to reduce and eliminate the disparity between the present and future states, without redefining or compromising the desired future state. Your focus then needs to be on the cluster of elements that affect the future state either as contributors or as detractors, understanding that neither is more or less important than the other. Focus must be on the gestalt. The value of taking this tidbit to heart is, on the surface, pretty obvious. If you have a project that is fairly complex and requires multiple things to go right and includes the possibility of multiple things going wrong, it would not be particularly reasonable to pay attention only to the things that need to go right and are going right and ignoring the things that could go wrong and perhaps are going wrong. For the project to succeed, you have to attend to both. If your goal is to juggle five balls, then all five balls have to be in the air and stay in the air. You might be tempted to focus on how well one or two of the balls is doing and lose track of the other three balls. Or you might focus so much on the one or two balls that aren't doing quite as well and neglect the ones that, with a little attention, would be doing fine. It's the gestalt. It's the whole thing. It's the package, if you will. And not attending to any aspect of it, positive or negative, is certainly the road to disaster, or at least the road to not succeeding. Without a whole lot of thought, I suspect we can all sign off on this tidbit. Even so, there is another dimension that I think deserves our attention. A lot of efficiency experts or success experts or people who disagree with me tell us to pick the low-hanging fruit. The idea is if you have 10 things to do to get the job done, go ahead and do the one that is easiest, the one that is most convenient, and then do the next easiest one. And going through this process, you move toward the things that are more difficult. This approach has a clear benefit. We get instant success. We get a sense of accomplishment. It feels like we're making progress. And in general, it gives us a positive slant on the project or activity. There is nonetheless a significant downside. If we start with the low-hanging fruit, we still think about the task or two or three tasks that are going to be very difficult. As time goes on, we begin to somewhat dread getting to those tasks, and they become easier and easier to postpone or put off. Additionally, 
The more time we spend with the low-hanging fruit, the tireder we get, the more frustrated we become because the tasks become increasingly difficult, and the higher the likelihood of simply not finishing. If we assume that completing all of the tasks, let's say there were 10, if completing all 10 tasks was reasonably possible, I think that for most of us, we would be better off starting with whatever we perceive to be the most difficult task. Get that one out of the way, and as we proceed, the tasks become easier, become more clearly accomplishable, and the likelihood of not finishing, I think, diminishes significantly. So we end up with two tips. First, focus on all of the activities required to complete a task, those that make its accomplishment more likely and those that potentially interfere. Focus on the gestalt. Second, evaluate the tasks to be accomplished in terms of their difficulty, how much time and effort they will take, and then start with the hardest, the most difficult. I think if we focus on those two strategies, our likelihood of succeeding with any project is significantly increased. Thank you for stopping by. Please join us again real soon.